0: So let me share with you something that I am so grateful for right now. It is a gray, chilly, windy, wet day outside. And for the first time in months, I'm wearing a cardigan, long trousers, and socks in the middle of the day. That just brings me so much joy. Probably in a couple of months time, you're going to hear me complaining about... (laughs) just exactly the kind of weather that we're having today. But after a long and intensely hot summer here in the Mediterranean, I am so grateful for what really feels like the first days of autumn. September is coming to a close and with it another quarter of the year is coming to close and I just felt like this was a perfect time to sit down and talk about goal setting and how we can set ourselves more mindful, self-compassionate and supportive goals as we head into the last quarter of this year. So that's what I'd like to do with you today. I would like to talk about how we can set some meaningful, mindful, achievable monthly goals and hopefully help you set yourself some goals this month and heading into the end of the year that are goals that are going to help you feel good about yourself, about approaching these goals, rather than goals that are surface level and make you feel less than when you started. So let's dive into the topic of setting meaningful goals, mindful goals, and let's set some together today. My name's Laura, a teacher turned creator, but you can think of me like your new internet big sister. And each episode of Fill Up Your Cup, like a deep and meaningful conversation in the form of a voice note from a friend who never wants you to feel alone in what you're going through. Whether your confidence cup is dried up or your self-love cup is looking a little closer to empty than full, I'm gonna teach you how to add more feel goodness back into your different cups and as a result, your life. So, pop in your headphones, cozy up with a warm cup of tea or whatever takes your fancy, and let me troubleshoot your problems with you. Because together, and with the right mindset, we can face anything. Feels like the perfect day for recording a podcast today. I have made myself a chai tea latte, which is my favorite autumn drink. It's just adding to the blissful coziness that is today. And I hope that as you're listening to this episode, you are feeling all of those cozy vibes and it's getting you excited for cozy season and hopefully getting you ready to set some goals that are going to be really comforting and self-compassionate. I feel like this time of year can be a really double-edged sword when it comes to mental health and well-being because autumn is just such a hyped up season now our social media feeds are just flooded with pumpkin spice lattes and knitted jumpers and i love that because i've always loved autumn i love the transition of the trees at this time of year i love the colors i love the coziness but i think the other side to this time of year is that this can be quite a heavy period on mental health while there is so much fun and festivity and things to be excited about at this time of year, it is also a period of time where so many of us do struggle with just these down days where we have days where we feel low. So I, I wanted to drop that in because today we're going to be talking about setting meaningful self-compassionate goals for the new month because this week is the last week of September. As you'd start to plan and set yourself goals for the end of the year, it's time to show yourself a little bit of compassion versus trying to cram as much growth as you possibly can into the last three months of the year, but rather to set goals that are going to support you through these three months and allow you to grow in a way that is meaningful and sustainable and achievable rather than stress-focused. How do we do that though? How do we set a meaningful mindful goal or meaningful mindful goals. How do we hold ourselves accountable to these goals and what is the best approach to doing that? So I call this my mindful goal setting method and I'm going to share it with you today. There are four parts to my mindful goal setting method. So you might want to grab a journal or a piece of paper and you might want to work through these with me as I chat about them here with you today or you might want to head on over to my website and grab the free template that I've already created that outlines this method. Go to Illustrations.com forward slash goals and it's a free template to download that follows the method that I'm going to talk about today if you would prefer a template format. I've also left the link in the show notes so you can just click directly on that and download it and have it there beside you as we move through the different steps of my mindful goal setting method. So as I said, there are four parts to my mindful goal setting method. Part one is reflecting, part two is setting the goals, part three is creating the steps for success, and part four is taking mindful action. Let's break each step of this mindful monthly goal setting method. Ooh, that is a mouthful. (laughs) Let's break each step of this mindful monthly goal setting method down step by step and look at how we can apply it to yes setting monthly goals but also how we can apply it to looking at a quarter of our year as well step one as i said is reflecting powerful growth moments happen when we have the ability to reflect on the areas of our life yes where we've already made progress and how can we build on that but more so when we look at our lives and go where am i struggling What am I finding really challenging to do right now? And how can I support myself with that to move myself forward? That's where the self compassion comes in. It's being able to look at that, what you're struggling with, from a non judgmental point of view, acknowledging what isn't working and questioning why. So you can begin to think about ways that you can change this that are achievable. And attainable and not overwhelming. You're not here to criticize yourself. You're not here to tear yourself down. Life is hard enough without doing that to yourself. It's about really being your own best friend and really speaking to yourself from a place of compassion and understanding and trying to think of new, creative, supportive solutions for yourself that are going to help you move forward and that are going to help you feel good about the goals that you're setting for yourself and the, the approaches that you're going to plan to take. Grab a piece of paper or your journal right now and I'm going to give you two points two questions to reflect on so the first question i want you to reflect on in your journal or using the template that you can download is what were you grateful for last month what is something that went well what is something that worked what is something that brought you joy in your personal life then we move on to the second part of the reflection which is looking at the challenges that we faced look at just the past month what was a challenge that you faced and something you found difficult if we want to set ourselves meaningful goals then we have to look at the areas in our life that are presenting us challenges right now and again to drive this point home This is not an opportunity for you to tear yourself down and start criticizing yourself for not being where you would have liked to be by this point in the year, about not having done as much as you would have liked to in the past month, whatever it is. It's about looking at what are the things that you are finding difficult and asking yourself that big question of why? Why am I finding it difficult right now? What's not working? So after we've done all of that good reflecting and we hopefully will have filled a few pages of our journal. The next step is to use these reflections to help us set these mindful goals. Again it's very easy to fall into the trap of creating a long list of goals for yourself but realistically it's not possible for you to change multiple things in your life at once. So my personal rule of thumb um, over trial and error with goal setting has been to create two goals. The reason that I choose two is that when I'm setting my monthly goals, I like to choose one kind of new thing that I'd like to add in. And then one thing that I'd either like to improve or remove. I don't really like saying quit because I feel like that has a lot of negative connotations around it. So I prefer to, when I'm speaking to myself, at least say improve or remove. So I'm only giving myself two things to focus on over the space of the month. Because remember, habits take repetition. Creating new routines take repetition. If there's too many new routines that you're trying to create for yourself, it's gonna be difficult to keep up that repetition because it's gonna be difficult to remember and focus on everything and you're not setting yourself up for success. So let me give you an example of this. Recently, one habit that I added to my routines was to take up running. And one habit that I chose to remove was looking at my phone first thing in the morning. I chose that one area of my life that was presenting challenge was physical activity. I work from home. uh, It had been a long, dark winter and I had kind of fallen into this unhealthy habit of just not exercising a consistent amount throughout every week and so I decided that I would take up running because I could do that a couple of times a week and I could work on it consistently and it would be a really intense and powerful way for me to move my body. I'd also done some reading about how it can be supportive for anxiety and I was really curious to see if I would notice any improvements in my anxiety by doing it. Then obviously the thing that I chose to remove was looking at my phone first thing in the morning because I noticed that I would wake up, my alarm would go off, I would pick up my phone and I would sit in bed scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or even My emails for a half an hour before I would even get out of bed. And I just thought that's a half an hour of my morning that I could be using to do something that would be a lot more enriching to me, like even reading a book. So there's an example of just two goals that I set myself. One new thing that I was adding in was my running routine. And one thing that I was working on removing or improving was the fact that I was looking at my phone first thing in the morning. I'm not trying to drastically uproot every routine in my life. But I'm just looking at, well, what am I struggling with? What's not working? Or what can I change to help support this? You've done your reflection. You've looked at what's working, what's good. And then you've looked at what's not working and what you're finding difficult. Using those reflections, you're going to set yourself two goals. One new habit, one new thing that you are adding into your life that you would like to try, that you think is going to help directly respond to one of those challenges that you're having and one thing that you're already doing that you either want to work on improving so that it better supports you or removing because it's no longer supporting you and it's not benefiting you at all step three is going to be the step that's going to kind of make or break these goals in my mind and that is giving yourself steps for success. So steps for success is something that I kind of took away from my experience as a teacher. When we would create our termly plans, so very similar to quarterly planning, we would go in at the end of a term and kind of look at what we wanted to cover over the next term of the academic year when we came back from our holidays. We would obviously give our classes or our year groups learning goals for the different areas that we worked with them on but then we would have to look at those learning goals and create some steps for success and think about how we were going to get our students from where they are now at the end of this term to where we would like them to be at the end of the next term we can apply exactly the same thought process when we are setting ourselves goals And it can really help with that mindful growth-focused aspect of goal setting. Because instead of just saying, this is the goal that I want to meet, you actually take a moment to consider where you are now, where you'd like to be, which is the goal, and what steps or actions do you need to take in between to bridge that gap or to support yourself in bridging that gap. You don't need to make a long list here again. Really, you just need two or three steps for success that are ways that you are going to help yourself to show up to meet these different goals. So let's go back to one of the examples that I gave. In May, I decided that I was going to take up running. Now, that's a very broad, open-ended statement. I could have approached that by just going out and running until I felt tired each day for a week but more than likely after a couple of days or even after a week I was gonna feel really burnt out physically and mentally because I was just after creating this huge shock for my system of not really having done any intense physical exercise on a regular basis to running every day until I felt tired so that's not an approach that's gonna be sustainable more than likely I'm gonna Feel very defeated very quickly by how big this goal was. Instead, I created steps for success for myself to make sure before before I even started to take action on this goal that I had thought about what my challenges might be in reaching this goal and how I could support myself with those challenges. So something that I did was I downloaded the Couch to 5k app, which is a running program so that I wasn't just going in blind. I actually had an interval training program where it would tell me how many minutes to run for, how many minutes to rest for, and then again, and it would build on that week by week. So that I was actually working on making, progress on this and I actually felt going into each run that I had something to support me. Another step for success that I gave myself was that I was going to take alternate days off so that I wasn't going to overwhelm my system. And then the third step for success was to add my running days to my planner or my calendar so that I wouldn't forget or lose track, especially because I was doing this alternating day program. And so I added my running days to my calendar just so that at the start of the week I could see which days were going to be running days and which days weren't and I could make sure in my daily planners that I would put aside the time to get ready for the run, to go for the run, to have time to shower after that run and that I was like already providing myself this support of having planned it out and created the time and space for myself to do it. So none of this is is groundbreaking but you can see the difference of those scenarios where scenario one was i'm gonna set myself the goal of i'd like to start running and i'm just gonna go out and do it and then scenario two where i've said i want to start running i'm also going to look at what i might find difficult about this and try and find solutions and supports for myself before i even begin even just listening to this you know that one of those scenarios is going to set me up for more success than the other. That is the power of doing the steps for success. In our reflections, we've looked at what we're finding difficult. We've looked at what we'd like to do to try and approach that challenge. Now we're going to look at where we are now and where we'd like to be and how we can help ourselves bridge that gap. So what are we going to do before October starts, before next month starts, to plan out how we are going to support ourselves in showing up for these goals on a daily or a weekly basis, trying to think of two or three steps for success, little things that you can do to help make meeting these goals a little bit easier and to feel a little bit more supported by yourself. So once you've set yourself your two goals or your two habits, consider what challenges you might face around meeting these goals or habits and give yourself two or three steps for success so that you can prepare and support yourself throughout the month. Finally, once we've reflected and created our goals and given ourselves those all-important steps for success, it's time to take mindful action. And that simply means showing up and doing the work. So it's not just having a lovely afternoon or you sit down and you do some reflections and it's really nice and you think about your goals that you'd like to set yourself and you give yourself your steps for success and you go away and you feel great and you feel really motivated. But if you don't actually show up and do the work, nothing's going to happen and that sense of motivation is going to disappear pretty quickly. So you have to find a way to hold yourself accountable to actually showing up and doing a little bit of work towards your goals every day or every other day or a couple of times a week. And something that's really helpful with this is a habit tracker. So simply taking off each day that you've worked on your goal. And remember, not all goals need to be daily goals. You might decide that it's a goal that you want to do every other day. It might be a goal that you want to do two or three times a week or it might be a goal that you just want to meet once a week. It's very personal to you but make sure that you give yourself some kind of target that you can track so that you can create a habit tracker for yourself because having that is going to give yourself a space to hold yourself accountable where you can actually See when you are showing up to meet this goal and when you're not. So when it's not happening, that you can kind of step back and have one of those mini conversations with yourself. Maybe go back and do your reflection and and think, why is this not working? Why am I finding it so difficult to show up and meet this goal? Do I need to give myself different steps to success? How can I support myself in making this happen tomorrow or next week so that the next time that I have to tick a box on my target tracker on my habit tracker that I actually get to that that success moment. To make this whole process easier for you from start to finish, I have created a mindful goal setting template that follows the four steps that we just talked about. So you can do your reflections, you can set yourself your two goals or habits, you can plan out your steps for success, and you can actually track when you are working on this goal directly on this template over the next month if you want to get the template and prepare for your new month by setting yourself some mindful goals all you have to do is go to Illustrations.com forward slash goals or click the link in the show notes to download that now and it's going to follow the whole process that we just talked about in a really simple layout so you don't get overwhelmed or you don't feel flustered by all of the different aspects to this This episode of Fill Up Your Cup is not sponsored, so I'd like to take a moment to tell you about some of the downloads and resources that I've created for you that are free to access and will hopefully help you to start filling into your cups. Something that's come up a lot in conversation on social media with my audience in the last couple of months is around the topic of confidence and that relationship that we have with ourselves. I feel like so many people are struggling with self-compassion right now. To help with this, I have created a free webinar to help you dive into the topic of self-love and appreciation. This is a replay of a webinar that I ran for Valentine's Day at the start of this year. The tools and resources that I share in this webinar could be used at any time in the year. If your relationship with yourself is something that you are struggling with right now, if you're finding the topic of self-love, self-appreciation, one that just feels a little bit out of your reach, then this webinar is for you. To sign up for the free webinar, all you have to do is go to laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash self love. As I said, this webinar is absolutely free. You just have to follow the checkout process to watch the replay of the webinar and also access the free downloadable resources that come along with this webinar. That's laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash self-love with no spaces or click the link in the show notes to sign up today. So we have covered a lot in today's episode. It was a big, big episode, but I wanted to summarize the mindful goal setting method one more time. So you can take it all in and hopefully take it away and use it to help set yourself some mindful goals for the next month. So remember, there are four steps to setting yourself mindful, self-compassionate, supportive goals. Step one is that all-important self-reflection, checking in with what's been working, what can you celebrate, what growth moments have you had, but also what's not working What have you been finding challenging and why have you been finding it challenging? The second part is to look at that self-reflection that you've done, especially the part about what you're finding challenging and set yourself just two goals. One new habit that you're going to add into your routine and one habit that you already have that you'd like to either improve or remove. The third step is to give yourself some steps for success, to look at the two goals that you've given yourself and to think about how you're going to bridge that gap of where you are now and where you'd like to be at the end of the month. And finally, once you've done all of that work and that planning, the fourth part about setting mindful goals is to actually show up and do the work and track yourself or hold yourself accountable in some way so that you continue to be motivated about making progress towards these goals throughout the month. Remembering that all the time or any time that if you start to struggle with this goal or you hit a block, that you come back and you do those self-reflections and check in with the why of, of why you're finding that so difficult. So that rather than quitting or giving up or throwing the goals out the window, that you're constantly taking that self-compassionate approach of how can I help myself to show up for myself. I hope that this episode has helped you feel excited and inspired about setting yourself some new mindful goals for the month of October and for the last quarter of 2022 share this episode on your Instagram stories or create a little TikTok video and tag me as at Illustrations and let me know what your goals for October are going to be if you made it to the end of this episode I want you to take a moment right now and remember that you are worthy of feel-good feelings If you want to submit a question for a future episode or add to the suggestion box, you can do so by heading to laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash podcast, or simply by clicking the link in the show notes. You can also leave me your questions, episode suggestions, or just let me know what you think of this episode by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you liked this episode, don't forget to rate or review it on whichever app is your favorite place to listen to podcasts. You can't pour from an empty cup. So give yourself a big hug from me right now and promise me that you will do one thing today that brings you joy.